and welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here to help spread the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has in not only building better relationships with other people, but ultimately building a more harmonious and stronger connection with Mother Earth. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other, to Mother Earth, to the universe. So we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can help improve the relationship with yourself to, again, empower yourself so you can empower your community and empower our beautiful planet. If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. Also, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram at The LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at thelyfoundation.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the LYF podcast. And today I am really excited to be joined by my two really good friends, Cam Calloway and J.R. McMichael. Say hi, guys. Hello. 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 Taurus. Taurus in the house. Yes. What's up? up? Taurus and Sag energy. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought it would be really fun uh, for all of us to talk about this year together and kind of take it a little different direction than how we chatted about how we chatted about it earlier in the month. And to start us off, I'm going to read a poem by Rumi uh, called The Guest House. And then we'll just see where it goes from there. So this poem actually came to me, you know, these things always come at the right time. And one of my really good friends, uh, Gosha, shout out to Gosha. um, She sent me this um, right when I was starting uh, a depression, the one that I've talked about previously. And it just gave me so much perspective on how to navigate through emotions and to try not to attach so much to them and ver- and rather just uh, learn from them. So before I give it away, I'm going to go ahead and, and read it. So the guest house by Rumi. This being human is a guest house. Every morning, a new arrival a joy, a depression, a meanness. Some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all, even if they're a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture. Still, treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing you out for some new delight. The dark thought, the shame, the malice, Meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whatever comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. Mm. And that's it. Deep. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful poem. Mm-hmm. Have you guys read it before? So you want to go first or should I? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the time that you sent it. I think it was a couple of days ago when you, when you sent it to me. That was the first time I, I read it. And I think that... Um, it's actually pretty fitting for this year and what everyone's been kind of going through is, you know, it's just one of those things of 2020 that you kind of just have to accept whatever's kind of coming your way, who's ever showing up at the door, as much as you want to try and keep that door shut and not let things come through eventually, you know, you got to have to kind of meet it face to face. So I thought it was very fitting. Uh, it's the first time I've heard that poem. I've heard of Rumi before. Uh, Rumi, pretty pretty much one of the legends 
in the poetry world. Yeah, first time hearing that and just thinking about this year in addition to just my life over the past few years and just growing up, looking back on moments of like being uncomfortable and happy times, you know, uncertain times, angry times. Every every one of those emotions have, has been a teacher for sure. So to hear that it just like resonates mm-hmm. and uh, it's beautiful for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think uh, I mentioned it before and it's, it's helped me to not be so attached to what, whatever emotion comes and, to do my very best to see it as a teacher. Um, And it helps me to just visualize my body like a vessel, like my home, like my body is my home for my spirit. So yeah, you know, if we're able to, I know it's not, it's easier said than done sometimes. (laughs) And that's why it's all a practice, but these reminders definitely help. And one piece of advice that I received some years ago too, once I started to become more aware is when these emotions come to visualize them as your little, little kid self too. Like just to see it as younger versions of yourself, just needing some love and attention And for me personally, that's helped me a lot to be not only more compassionate, but just more kind to myself whenever uh, difficult moments come and to be like, okay, you're upset. Maybe I just, whatever the situation might be. And to, again, visualize that little girl in me that maybe just needs some extra attention. (laughs) Yeah. And to take some deep breath. That too, right? Right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It's easy to it's easy to get mad and then get stooped to that whatever level that energy brings, or just kind of get out of your higher self. It's it's easy to. I mean, we're human at the end of the day, right? Right. I think what's been so fascinating with with all of these things that we've all been learning about is that regardless of how much we learn about how to control our emotions and, you know, who we really are, you know, deep down, we still will have those moments where we're human. At the end of the day, we're, 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 we're human beings and we're going to have those emotions. I think this is something I found fascinating over time. It's just like, I, I thought I knew, I thought I knew how to get, I thought I knew how to get past this emotion. <laughs> nope. Here it is again. You know? Yeah. I think that's kind of crazy too, that, people don't understand that it's okay to feel when you have those moments and you have those types of feelings, it's fine. It's okay. Just like you said, you're a human being and we just have to kind of treat it as it is. Yeah. And it's okay. I, I think we kind of beat up, beat ourselves up a lot of being kind of stuck in those moments, you know, being angry or upset or, or sad or anything like that, that, you know, it's okay. Just go through it. You know what you need to do, do what it is to get over that, and then you're on to the next thing. But don't think that you're doing something wrong because you're feeling that way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I've also realized too is it takes a lot of energy to be angry. Mm-hmm. You ever have those times where you're like, I'm so mad I could punch a pillow or I could do you know something, but then it hits me. I'm like, I, maybe I should just let it go. Cause it's easier to, to just let it go. And I, number one, I don't want to make myself sick. Mm-hmm. Number two, it's draining. It's, it's, it's draining to be whatever the emotion is. That's not happy. <laughs> anything, <laughs> anything from, yeah. 
being mad or angry or sad, it's a little easier to just kind of let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, what's coming to my mind right now too is uh, one of my good friends this summer, actually when I was on my way back to, uh, to, to the U.S., so not that long ago, actually. But um, he, um, my friend was just talking about just how we sometimes suffer more than we need to. Like, yeah, suffering, sure. Yes, it is part of life. Pain is part of living. But then there are certain things that we can do to mitigate the suffering. It doesn't have to be so bad all the time. And just the way he worded it, I was like, you know, you're right. It's like sometimes we, <laughs> we put ourselves through more suffering than we have to. And um, so, yeah, just some, an interesting thought to throw out there. <laughs> Very yeah. true. I, I think uh, when your friend had said that, that kind of resonated with me a lot just because it, I think we focus on the negative quite a bit and it's so easy to do that. And I think we're comfortable with the suffering because that's the usual, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's just, it's crazy how much that we actually do that. But really in hindsight, the, the negativity really isn't necessary. It isn't going to help you either that, you know, we shouldn't have to fall into that all the time where there are a lot of positives in this life and in the world and even in this year that if you were to focus on that more, we'd be much happier as people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Isn't it fascinating how we, we've managed to still focus on the negative, right? You know, looking around at just what everybody does, you know, for a living and just seeing the world um, specifically with musicians, or if you, if you're a person who has a YouTube channel, you know, there could be a hundred great comments, but there's that one comment where it's not, it's not happy. It's a negative comment or a dislike, but sometimes that in the past, you know, that's, that's, it bought, it has bothered me. And so as I'm looking at life, sometimes, yeah, like what you were saying, dude, is like, we should try and make more effort to uh, pinpoint the good. Right. You know, it's easy to pinpoint the bad. It's easy to pinpoint the bad in people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, I think Mr. Rogers said it best. It's just like, look for, look for the good in people. Cause it's out there. It is out there for sure. There's still a lot of beautiful things happening in this uh, tumultuous time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's one thing that you guys ended up doing this year that you're actually really grateful for that it wouldn't have happened if this year hadn't worked out the way it did? Mm-hmm. The thing that is always front and center that I keep thinking about this year is actually going through counseling this year. Uh, something that I should have done a long time ago, but certain things had happened this year that got me to the point where I was like, all right, I, I got to figure some things out. And uh, actually seeking the professional help to do that and actually get counseling and, and figure those things out was the greatest thing that I could have done this year. And I feel like a completely different person after all of that. So as crazy as this year has been, I would say that there are more positives for me personally, just out of that, that makes me feel totally different, new person, happier than I've ever been. So very thankful for that. Very grateful for that. Mm-hmm. But I think one of the main focal points that I've been able to take away from this year and, and what I am grateful for is um, just learning more about the constructs of our ego. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it's unfortunate what happened this year, but it gave us a lot of time to reflect. 
right? Having time to reflect and sit with my thoughts and learn and understand what it is that where some of these emotions are coming from. You know, this year we saw a lot, a lot of back and forth. You know, we saw a lot of of, of arguments happen over social media um, with the presidential election, with Black Lives Matter. You know, some other with the, with the wearing masks. You know, we have a lot of different perspectives, and the thing that I took away from that is everybody feels like they're right, and and with that is understanding the difference between having a healthy ego and an unhealthy one. And that's just one of the layers to it. You know, sometimes and a shout out to Wayne Dyer, who is also a fellow Taurus. Um, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> like, well, we're out there, baby. We're out there. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, one of the, one of the, one of the things he said was uh, it, something to the extent of if you have the choice of being uh, if you have the choice of being kind or being right, choose to be kind. Mm. And you know it speaks volumes because when I when I get to when I get a chance to just observe, you know where everybody's coming from. Everybody has a legitimate perspective. Um, it gets it gets um, it gets mixed up when when everybody feels like they're the right one and then the other person is wrong. You know, so with that, I've just been able to learn and understand the ego a lot better, also understand myself better and, and the thoughts that come in and out of my mind when it comes to my own path, you know, feeling like uh, I'm inadequate, you know, when it comes to the music business and feeling like I'm not good enough, uh, even in life, just feeling not good enough or inadequate or you could do better or whatever it is that is bringing a negative emotion. Um, I've understood that that's really not me. You know, the, 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 my true spirit self is not, you know, my true, we all were put here. I believe we're all put here to love. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. We're all put here to love. Everything else is, is our ego, you know, our ego. And I'm not saying it's, it's bad all the time. Mm-hmm. Our ego has a lot of great things. You know, if you climb a mountain and you feel like you can climb the mountain, that's that's your ego you know that's so just understanding more of what that of what this thing is about i'm always fascinated with how we interact as people i'm just always fascinated with like what makes us us you know mm-hmm. so i think just going back to your question is like that's one of the things i'm grateful for is just being able to understand what it is again the constructs of our ego mm-hmm. you know yeah, I love that. Thank you for explaining it. I think you're right. A hundred percent. Yeah, I think I can that resonates deeply with me too. With this year, I would say that I learned a lot about boundaries. Mm. And that's something I really needed to learn. And I'm pretty sure that if this year hadn't worked out the way it did, I don't know if I would have learned to this extent. And I I mean, we think we all have, right? I mean, even going back to um the whole topic of um mask or no mask or what have you, it comes down to what are you comfortable with, you know, and, and realizing, and this is what one of my therapists said to me, she's like, remember, Monica, that everybody, whether they want to admit it or not, we're all right now operating in a state of grief. And we're all like on our own, you know, every, every person processes it differently. And, um, and that really humbled me because 
it's so true. And I think then that helped me also to just be more compassionate to myself and to other people, obviously, um, went while navigating through this, this trauma, you know, that we're all dealing with in different ways. So I am grateful for that. And I'm grateful for a new wave of humility that I think I definitely experience every day now. Um, I find myself to be even more um, real and I try to be even more real now in a loving and compassionate way, but to not hide, you know, not hide how I'm feeling. If I'm really not feeling well, then just being honest about it, but also stating it in a way that won't harm another more so just to let my that person that might be asking me like just oh this is how I'm doing but because I also don't want to just uh, I always the way that I am I try not to operate in a way that I'm gonna hand off my stuff to another person you know dump my stuff on another so still trying to be conscious but at the same time just honest of how I am doing and that's dope very important to be aware of how to communicate with everybody. Everybody's trying to deal with life mm-hmm. all the time. I don't care if you, you know, are somebody working at Target or Walmart or if you are a, a billionaire. Everybody's trying to deal with the everyday, you know, grind of life. There's a lot going on. <laughs> you know? Sounds like it was easier when we were kids, but yeah, you know, everybody's trying to deal with finances and relationships and, and personal relationships, uh, a relationship with yourself. And so I hear you on that part. Mm-hmm. It was easier when we were kids. We just had to worry yeah. about who to play with on the playground. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I was just worried about, oh, I'll just make sure we're making home in time for Power Rangers at four o'clock. You know? That's it. <laughs> if, you get, if you get home by the time the streetlights turn on, you're fine. That's yeah. all you had to worry about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> But isn't that crazy, though, the, the, the trifecta of what we've learned this year of just boundaries, self-healing, ego, honesty. I think a lot of people today have been really involved in a lot of that stuff. And, and it kind of resonates with everybody, right? Is that we've all gone through these emotions, every single one of us in some capacity this year, because we're kind of stuck with our emotions for quite a bit of time especially in the very beginning, since March, a couple of those early months of the pandemic, you're just sitting with your own self trying to figure all that out. A lot of that information came out real quick. It's something that we've never really done before. At least I would say a majority of people haven't really done before is actually look at themselves and figure those things out. And the fact that we're here at the last month of 2020, reflecting on all of this, it's wild. I hear you, dude. It's important. That makes me even more grateful for um, OIF, you know, because we have a platform where people can reach out to each other if they're not feeling so great. And we can share, you know, feelings like this with each other because, you know, I mean, to be honest, there's, you know, some people didn't make it this year. They felt like these, if they felt like their only way out was to, you know, harm themselves. So it makes me a lot more grateful to, have you guys and you know have a platform like LIF to be that just in that healing machine, you know, mm-hmm. that healing power. Yeah, I feel you on that. 
I feel another big thing too that I found really important this year was to bring play as much play as I could um, into my life. Um, whether that was like fun, I watched like two like comedy sitcoms. Like <laughs> it was, what? you know, I needed just that time to laugh, you know, every day a yeah. little bit. And um, and of course, like on the farm, just being in the community vibe that I was there, we had that. But then when I wasn't there, um, I had to kind of bring that that play vibe and now and make that part of my life again and that was right when we were younger it just came so naturally so it's so interesting just as we're growing a lot of it still is to tap into that 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 kid in us Mm -hmm. to make life fun you know even when things aren't so fun out there in the world what sitcoms did you watch I rewatched Community, <laughs> and and then I was rewatching um, Modern Family. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like you said, it's important to find some laughter in all of this absurdity. That's uh, what it feels like. I too have been trying to just find more ways to laugh. This laugh. Watch something that makes it feel good. Mm-hmm. And one of the, one of the things that come up for me is Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, I love that uh, movie. Yeah, Robin Williams. You know, so or Jim Carrey with the mask. I rewatched the mask. You know, a few days ago. So it's important. Yeah, it's good. thank you for sharing that because it's a good reminder to just always try and find some laughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just like remembering the power of a smile. Um, I know how that feels when I need it and maybe someone just gives it to me and, and then I'm like, well, I really needed that. That's that. Or even I was at the grocery store earlier with my mom and the, the clerk that I had was so nice. You know, I can't see his face, but just the energy, right? The energy exchange. I was like, oh my gosh, like I, I really needed that. <laughs> so just remembering, you know, we're all, we're always all exchanging energy. So even if in these strange times of, you know, not being able to see maybe your best friends as much as you want or your family as much as you want. Um, just these little things that we can do to give some nice energy to each other. Absolutely. And, and important too, I think to add on to what you're saying is this year when I have had, when I have had good customer service, um, I've let them know like, Hey, thank you for your kindness. And no, thank you for, you know, adding some joy to my day. I think it's important to also tell each other that while we're still here, you know, Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I'm in the stores, I try to at least ask whoever is helping me out, just like, hey, how's your day? Just to make small conversation, because I feel like they're going through whatever they're going through with everybody that's in that store. So, you know, just being able to acknowledge that, hey, I know times are tough. Things aren't as they're supposed to be, but just know that people care. I just, I just want to know how you're doing. You're doing good and cool. That's that smile through the eyes, you know? Yes. Thanks for asking. That's beautiful, man. I, and I, I, I do the same thing. I do the same thing because it's important. It's easy to for the person behind the counter to feel like forgotten. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, sometimes we treat each other so poorly and we forget that that's a person behind the cash register, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it's really awesome that you do that, dude. Oh yeah. I mean, the last time we were at Starbucks, we're joking around in front of the cash just to see them laughing. So it's like, we need more of that all the time. (laughs) 
I love it. What are some things that you feel that you guys have been able to cultivate that's like added to your toolbox to live like a a more full life moving forward, like a stronger version of yourself into 2021 or thanks to these struggles of this year? I think going, I'll, I'll go first. Yeah. So, um, going back to what I was talking about earlier with the ego is, um, you know, with making music, it's easy to it's, I have, these are the feelings that I felt over time. It's just like, you know, being inadequate or not doing enough, looking for validation, you know, some of those things. Uh, what I also understand too, is just in life and just in general, you know, looking for validation and doing something because you're, you're, you're concerned with how somebody else is going to interpret it or how they're going to take it. And so I think with learning all that stuff, something that I'm taking with me now to 2021 until until I'm out of here is that uh, I'm just going to do, I'm just going to create and, and be really be myself and be myself through my music. And I think that's the best thing that I could do for myself going forward. Cause it's, it's just a reminder to just be a, your authentic self. Mm-hmm. Just, just be you. It's, it's a simple thing, but you know, we make, we so we, hard, so difficult, <laughs> make it so difficult. <laughs> you know, so I mean, even right now, if I just walked out naked or something, you know, <laughs> there's a part of me that's like, yeah, you should just do it. But then it's like, oh, what are people going to think? So that's probably a little extreme. <laughs> Mind you, we would probably get a lot more views. So. <laughs> Keep that in mind. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you know, just going forward, just being more of myself and, and, and expressing that through my music and not, not worry about how it's, going to be perceived but as long as it feels good to me and as long as i'm being truthful you know i think before i used to worry about how it's going to sound what genre is going to be mm-hmm. now i'm just like if i make a, a trap a rap song one day cool if i make a ballad or a love song or whatever it is you know i'm just i'm at a point now where i just want to make um whatever feels good you know because like you know we're all you know, we're all going to leave one day and and it's uncertain when that time is going to happen. So why not just be yourself, mm-hmm. you know, in the meantime? Amen. Mm-hmm. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I was going to say exactly the same thing. Uh, I, I think um, that Taurus, you know, that uh that 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 line you know what i'm saying that wavelength is the same uh, but that would be the same thing for me too is just learning to be honest with yourself and being completely 100% with who you are what is it that you believe in what makes you you all of that is so important that um has kind of been brought to light for me this year is just be honest with yourself just be as truthful as you can because at the end of the day, when there's nobody around, you only got yourself. Mm-hmm. So do whatever it is that you need to do to get you into a better space and to really truly, coin the phrase of the, the podcast, love yourself. <laughs> because if you don't love yourself, you can't love anybody else. And it just puts you in an even worse spot for just you. Um, and I had to learn that a lot this year and I just want to, you know, give a shout out to my friend Drea. She actually showed me a lot 
about that this year too, is just being self-sufficient and being able to just enjoy you in your space and what it is that you do and know that everybody else that's around you is there for you and they love you and, and they'll always be there for you. But you got to love yourself first mm-hmm. because if you can't do that, then it's just going to be even harder going forward. So I think that that for me was one of the biggest things this year for sure. Mm, I love that. So mm. well said. Mic drop. Mm-hmm. drop. I'm out of here. All right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, man. I think for me, I'm a mixture of uh, I learned a lot of discipline this year on another level. Discipline, accountability, and boundaries are like the three main ones for me. And I, I think a big thing has also been to to not undervalue myself to my own self, you know, and, and realize that I have to, and that's always the daily reminders to make sure I'm, I'm well before giving because as the natural giver that I am, it's, it's been like the, uh, the big, big lesson to remember to first give to myself and then give when I, when I can. So uh, I recently wrote this it turned out to be sort of like a letter to myself. Um, I'm doing like this retreat this week and how it ended up manifesting was me writing to myself in a way to, to, to think of myself like I am my own garden and that if I'm not taking care of my garden, which is me, then that's when chaos starts to happen. So to just visualize that because it, and I think obviously my time on the farm has a, has had some inspiration in in writing that the whole process, you know, when you are planting a seed and or planting some new uh, little plants and into another plot of land, there's all this, all these little things that you have to make sure you do in order for that plant to survive. And then when you do that, you do, you inevitably build a bond with these plants. So all that love and care putting into those plants is just symbolic to always remember to do that to myself and put all that care and love into me. And uh, so I think as long as I have a strong foundation, I'm pretty optimistic <laughs> for this new decade that has emerged. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Very important. Yep. We are, we are plants. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, honestly too, what's been really fun is just to see which friendships, um, which connections have gone stronger this year too. Um, and that's been such a cool thing to witness and, uh, goes without being said, I'm so grateful that you guys are here in my life, you know, not only for what we get to do here in the community, but for me, you know, Monica's life that I get to call you best friends. And I'm so grateful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so grateful that 2020 strengthened that. The feelings mutual. The feelings Absolutely. mutual grateful for the both of you because when I'm not on stage I am a, a definitely an introvert and I don't talk much I don't yeah you know so getting a chance to connect with you both more this year has been very special mm-hmm. yeah I would say the same thing too yeah I, it, I think me and Cam had this conversation the other day that you just never know who's going to show up in your life and what kind of impact that person or those people are going to have that I would have never thought that this would turn into what it is today, but so thankful that it did because the bond that we share now 
is something really special. And I had no idea that it was going to be this way. You know, it could have turned out something different, right? We could have all just been passerby friends. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'll text you on your birthday or yeah. happy holidays. And then that's it. But for it to become what it is today, I'm just couldn't write a better story, you know? Mm, yes. <laughs> and I know me and Monica talked about this too, is could you imagine if we all met up in elementary school? Mm. Could you imagine <laughs> what that would have been like? <laughs> <laughs> Man. <laughs> that would have been so fun just to see our little kid selves now, you yeah. know. <laughs> oh. Speaking of our, our child selves, what's a quality that you feel like you've been able to um, sustain from when you were a kid? A quality that uh, you've been able to sustain. Hmm. That's a very good question because I feel like I'm I'm always trying to go back to <laughs> those qualities of when I was a kid. Now that I'm an adult, mm-hmm. you know, just I think one of the qualities is having fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, having fun. You know, because when you're a kid, you just want to have fun. I remember when I was a kid, I just want to have fun. You know, I didn't care what skin color you had or what if you skinny, tall, fat, short, whatever. You know, as long as you're kind. And you want to have fun. That's what I just, that's what I really cared about. Mm-hmm. You know? And then we get to a, reaching a certain point in our life where, you know, bills come into play and, and now relationships and you're, you're, you're changing and everything's changing around you. And so it's, it's easy to forget to have fun because you have to be an adult. <laughs> 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 them damn responsibilities so serious right yeah you know and i think that's one of the qualities i think that i've been able to manage throughout the years is just reminding myself like dude just have fun just have fun whether you have twenty five thousand dollars in a bank account or if you have 76 cents in the bank account just you know have fun just have mm-hmm. fun mm-hmm. just have fun and, and enjoy enjoy this the best you can that's where I've been at. Yeah, and I think that's something that I've been able to maintain over the years. Mm-hmm. What about you, JR? Uh, kind of on the same line as Cam, but just find the time to laugh, really. <laughs> just just laugh. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's so much easier to do that than to be angry or to cry. And, you know, it's just, I, I feel like uh, as a kid, that was so important to me to be able to laugh with friends um, or watch something or listen to something, you know, just, I, I think that that was a time where you can really just be yourself and just enjoy what's going on in the moment, you know? Yeah. Uh, laughter really just kind of brings people together and kind of centers you a little bit and just reminds you not to take things so seriously, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially now, there's so much stuff going on now as an adult that when you get that time to just kick back and just laugh, whether it's by yourself or with other people, it's it, it really is a joy for sure. Mm-hmm. Just, to on, just to add on to what JR was saying too, with fun and laughter, it's just like being able to keep the sense of wonder. Yes. Mm-hmm. And imagination. Mm-hmm. You know, like what are the, some of the stuff that you wondered as a kid? You know, don't lose that sense of wonder. Because exactly. I think that's how that's what's led me to where I'm at now. And just being able to connect with you guys more. It's just like, 
we talk and have our conversations and then we end up realizing, oh, wow, we wonder, we wonder about the same stuff, mm-hmm. you know, that curiosity. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Never let that curiosity die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause now as an adult, sometimes you throw on the news or you look on social media, you don't want to know nothing. <laughs> you just right. want to, you just want to shut it off. And you're like, don't tell me. I don't want to know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to know what's going on. Yeah. But as a kid, you're just like, Oh, what, what, what does this do? Or I want to yeah. learn more about that. And, and I think that that was kind of a pitiful, pivotal time for all of us to just grow into the people that we are today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. There's a few quotes that have been floating in my mind right now is like, well, one of them too is um, what came to my mind is the little Prince, a mm. book and there's also a Netflix original. I love that story so much because it's all about not forgetting your inner child that growing up, sure, it's we, we have to uh, or growing old. Isn't there a quote like growing old might be mandatory, but growing up is optional, something like that. And it's it's so true is like to not forget who you what you wanted when you were a kid and what world you imagined and to allow yourself to use your imagination to continue to dream and never stop dreaming and to be honest that's what saved that's what continues to save my life is to not not stop imagining a better not only a better world for myself but a better world for all of us so um let's go let's do it (laughs) (laughs) so I think that's the key and I think that's what we should definitely continue to harness moving forward. Absolutely. And into that for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as we are draw to close, what is some advice that you would tell that inner child within you to, to keep going and to be optimistic and confident of, of whatever is coming our way in 2021. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Oh, special guest. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so <laughs> down. <laughs> oh. You should jump in on this last question. Oh. So the question was, what would you, what would you tell your inner child self? Yeah. With so what you know now? Yeah, some advice to to keep going into this new into this new year. Um, I would just say to remember to have fun, and uh, once you forget that, maybe just go outside and look at the sky. It's mm. look at the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I have a fire song about that actually. <laughs> <laughs> We've been listening to a lot of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Ah, they're, oh, nice. Um, I guess some of the things that pop out, or as I think about that question, is to never, never stop dreaming. Never stop, never stop dreaming of a better world, a better you, um, and to always do your best and always believe in yourself. Always believe in in love, the power of. And the power of magic, that we are magic Mm. and the world is magic. And sometimes it could be, sometimes it can be a life throw stuff at you, but just to remember those key things, I think 
would be, I would tell my inner kid, like, hey, man, it's going to get tough. But just remember those key things. <laughs> As we see a Christmas tree mascot floating in the screen right now. <laughs> yeah. Is this for official business? Yeah, this is business. <laughs> official LYF business. <laughs> I'm going online. <laughs> if only the audio listeners can see what's going on right now. I know. <laughs> but I think this symbolizes exactly what we're talking about. Right. Just never stop laughing and smiling and having fun. <laughs> Jay, what about you? Um, you know, when Monica asked this question before the podcast, the one thing that was kind of going through my head that I would tell my younger self. So if I just imagine myself going back in time, back to the future style, getting the DeLorean, 88 miles per hour, boom, <laughs> seventh grade or seventh grade, seventh year seven, elementary school. I think it was like kindergarten, first grade. I saw myself, I would have just looked at him and said, Hey, kid, don't go anywhere. Hold on. Wait, I'm you. Don't, I'm not a stranger or anything. <laughs> um, if I had to tell myself one thing, it would be don't stop being you. Mm-hmm. Because when I was a kid at that time, uh, I always wanted to be the center of attention. I always wanted to be the class clown, the goofball, the one that make people laugh to entertain people. And I, I have to thank uh, a friend of mine, Duke, really, when I met him in first grade, I can remember it like it was yesterday. When I met Duke in first grade, he really helped me kind of come into myself, you know, to be the person, the kid that I was. And uh, that's who I always was. I always wanted to entertain, whether it be cracking jokes uh, or entertaining people, whether it's like plays or singing in choir or a talent show where I danced as Michael Jackson. Like I would do that all the time as a kid. And Joe Coy actually has a bit where he's talking about his mom. When she has her friends over, she would always tell him to dance like Michael Jackson. That was me. <laughs> that, was, that was my story that was that was my mom oh it was always my mom mm. in the living room with a mahjong with her f- three other friends and i can hear her from the living room bo bo anak come in here come here walk right into the living room she's like do the moonwalk do the moonwalk for my friends <laughs> but that was me as a kid i loved to do it yeah. and for some reason when i got older whether it's me getting older or me working in a professional working environment where there's meetings and working offices and whatnot, I lost that. Mm. I, I think I just, I, then I started becoming the introvert that I didn't think I would become. I started to become shy and, and afraid to make mistakes or be a fool or whatever the case may be. Sure, there are spurts here and there. Maybe company has a holiday party where I sing Bruno Mars, whatever. But for the most part, that little J isn't there anymore. So I would definitely tell myself to just always be yourself, continue to be yourself, because I feel like that is the link to your younger self, is to be exactly what we've been talking about today, is having fun, laughing, and just tapping into that more 
And if I were to have known that and continue that, I think I wouldn't be in the spot where I'm always chasing to be that again. And this, the work that I've done this year has really helped me kind of get to that point where I'm, I'm starting to realize like, oh yeah, I remember I like to, to do that or like to, to be that funny around people or whatever. Um, that if I knew that already, I wouldn't have to be chasing it as much as I am now. And I, I'm waiting for that moment to where everything just clicks again. And I'm just like, oh yeah, it's okay. You can do things and not worry about what other people think or mm-hmm. what people are going to say. Make the mistakes, be a clown, do whatever it is that you do, because that's what you like to do. So I know that was a long one, little Jay, but <laughs> if I tell you one thing, keep being yourself. Mm-hmm. Amen, dude. That's beautiful. That was yep. beautiful. Yep. I think you're doing it, JR. I think that this year has opened you up again and, and it's only the beginning, you know, yep. it, you're doing it. You're remembering. Thank you. Uh, I, it helps to hear that from other people. Cause I know that, I mean, not just for myself, but for a lot of folks, we kind of get lost in that, you know, we don't see it in, in front of us. Uh, a lot of people say a lot of good things, nice things are that are around you, but you know, it takes a lot for you to realize that, but it always helps to hear things like that. So I appreciate that. Mm. What about you, Monica? Man, for me, I guess what I would tell her, I, I, what I really admired about myself when I was little, it was that I didn't, I would always stick up for myself no matter what. Like if I, I just, I just did. And, and at some level that, that got shut off because of certain things with certain male figures growing up. And I feel like my voice got silenced. And so it's been a kind of like a restructuring of my throat chakra. And I know I'm not alone. I know a lot of women face that same thing. Um, And so this year, I feel like I got reacquainted with her, and I and I feel her really alive in me, and um, so I'm just so grateful that mm. I'm been, I'm able to harness that again. And and if I can, I remember <laughs> my mom like reminds me this almost reminds me of this almost frequently. Like every week, I always hear this. She's like, "Remember when you were in kindergarten and we were um, passing out cupcakes to your classmates for your birthday?" And you, <laughs> and we had decorated all the cupcakes like different, different um, toppings. And I remember, I do remember this. I remember that I um, was giving the cupcakes out, and then I started to hear like different kids be like, "No, I want that one. No, oh, I want that one. I want that one." And I, I remember I said, <laughs> "I was like, you get what you get, okay?" <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I used to be a. I think one of my teachers said that to us when we were kids. You get what you get, and you don't throw a fit. <laughs> and my mom was with me, and I, so she she reminds me of this often. <laughs> and it's I think it's been a good good reminder for me though of like, you know, it's true. You know, it's like you can you can you can't please everyone, and right. that's a big thing I've had to learn in my adult years is that yeah. you just you just can't, and yeah. so. So to that little girl that would say that, I want to tell her thank you. <laughs> because I, in a way, it's almost like I'm, I feel like she's had to reappear to save me. 
Um, so it's, mm. it's, it's kind of reversed right now as I'm going through this. It's not really me telling her advice. It's her being like, no, Monica, remember that you have to take care of yourself and you got this. So <laughs> one of the best lines in, uh, I think, cinema history was it's in Lion King where Mufasa is in the sky and he's talking to Simba and he says, remember who you are. Um, and that's us. That's us. Boom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. So let's keep remembering and keep bringing that childlike wonder into the new year. And I know that we, we're going to do our best. I know that. Here's the 2021. 2021. 2021 is going to be our year. Mark this episode down, everybody. Oh, thank you for having for having me. Of course, this is this is really fun. Um, I love getting to chat with you guys always anyway so this is added bonus so any um any closing thoughts before we finish off we're entering we're entering the age of aquarius and this is going to be a monumental time in this next few years this is going to be a different there's going to be a different world that we're, we're we're going to enter to and i think humanity is awakening truly awakening age of aquarius <laughs> nice mm-hmm. yeah i'm glad you brought don't that forget, up yeah, yeah don't forget nationwide is on your side okay <laughs> <laughs> sponsorships rolling in already <laughs> any thoughts from you jr um going into the new year seek the positives Accept whoever comes into your life. You never know who's going to show up. And 2021 is going to be a new year for a lot of people. Don't ignore that because you never know who's going to show up. And most importantly, just have fun. Yes. Let's all have fun. Yes. I think a big thing is going to be remembering to live. Um, And because I think we're hopefully going to see the fear reduced. through the big, I, I would hope in the beginning portion of 2021, and as we emerge right into this new era, let's remember our humanity and uh, not be afraid to live. Don't be fearful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. Awesome, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining me. This has been so fun. And to everybody out there listening, thank you. Please leave us a review subscribe do all that good stuff to to help our podcast grow so thank you everybody peace peace peace